is a podcast for Journal of Applied Ecology, a British Ecological Society publication. Hello everyone, like uh, today we'll speak with uh, Stuart Smith. Uh, Stuart just uh, published one of his paper in a Journal of Applied Ecology and the title of his paper is Tree Species That Live Slow, Die Older and has tropical peat swamp restoration, and it is a systematic review. To, uh, just about Stuart, like uh, Stuart is a plant soil ecologist interested in the impacts of land use management and restoration on plant soil functioning. He is currently based at Stockholm University in Sweden, and he's also affiliated with uh, Nanyang Technological University in Singapore. Welcome Stuart, like, do you hear me now? I hear you now, Michael, thank you. Yeah. Uh, congratulations again for your paper, and. Beginning, like, would like to ask you, like, what motivated you to undertake the research? Yeah, so, yeah, we've, we've published a, a systematic review on um, the survival and growth of, of peat swamp forest species planted to, yeah, restore peat swamps uh, across Southeast Asia. So that I think after talking to the co-authors on the paper and interacting with them, I think this, this systematic review has, has been a long time coming. So there's been over three decades or almost three decades of uh, reforestation work going on in, in Southeast Asia and peatlands, uh, planting lots of different species and trialing lots of different treatments. Um, and that there are some literature reviews and guidance on, on what to plant, but no kind of really systematic synthesis of this information. And what really sparked our individual interest is that before the COVID pandemic, we were visiting lots of peatland restoration sites in Indonesia and talking to the practitioners and uh, the designers of these projects and they were all using very different species and then when, when we conferred with the literature um, there was very different reports on the survival and the performance of these different species in reforestation so we, we we wanted to get a handle on kind of the overall performance of these species across the region okay thank you and what approach you do and what was the most challenging part in your research like i can see that like there was a it is a collaborative work and there are many stakeholders or partners involved. So how did you manage to coordinate the work? Like, did you find it difficult? Yeah, that's so uh, initially we had planned to do the systematic review and kind of outreach at conferences. So there were, uh, before COVID, there were going to be a, a few peatland conferences. So one in, in Europe and another one in, in Southeast Asia that we were going to attend and kind of network and kind of advertise the systematic review to get people to, to be on board. Um, but instead COVID happened and we were all very much in lockdown in, in, in our houses. And, and what instead we did, we, we emailed people and, and reached out through uh, Zoom meetings or online meetings to kind of broach people individually and, and, and kind of went from there. So that took maybe a little bit longer, but it, it was kind of a very successful approach. And I think every, because everyone in the world was in a kind of relatively similar position, um, yeah, they were all willing to kind of interact online. Um, maybe some of the yeah some of the the, the challenges is I think yeah we we didn't because uh, before COVID we were visiting sites on the field and talking directly to practitioners who shared some of the data with us and some of the monitoring information but we weren't really able to probably uh, outreach to as many practitioners kind of in small scale or private projects as, as we would have liked to as part of the, the review. So how did you take? to uh, complete this whole work, like uh, between the planning and the publishing, like how long it took? 
yeah that's that's a good question i think there's a lot of um information on this like how how long does a systematic review take and i i don't think it's a it's not a quick process so i think for us probably from um starting to design and conceptualize the projects and then collecting all the data and screening all the the studies and, and processing the data probably took probably a year and a half so um and then we started to draft a, a draft a publication after that so probably in between a year and a half and two years for the for the whole process um was for this systematic review so first first we come up with the well first we derived the questions we were very interested in species performance and we also in the review we also kind of considered um treatments being applied to enhance those species performance in the field and also we, we explored functional traits as well as predictors of species performance um, and then the, the, the main the main stage that consumed probably the most time was kind of systematically searching for that information so we were looking we we looked on say the common kind of search engines google scholar and we didn't have very many hits so then we started to explore kind of more gray literature which is what we really focused on um, so we were looking at uh, forestry repositories, institute repositories, then we started contacting individuals as well, so we have quite a few unpublished data sets um, in, in the review. Uh, and then we also really focused, we, we searched in English, but we also searched in uh, Bahasa and Indonesian, so my co-collaborator and um, lead co-author, Estia, um, uh, kind of contacted people in Indonesian if we didn't think um, they'd be able to communicate in English. And we, we also did all our searching and literature searching on a lot of Indonesian journals. So across Indonesia, for example, there's lots of small journals and they all publish a lot of work on reforestation. So we, we targeted that as well. And did you find any pattern like like you did a systematic review and you uh, did this literature review for like, like I, th I think like I saw like you reviewed like more than 100, nearly 100 papers. Like did you find any pattern like is there any changes in focus in the papers? from the past years to recent years? Is there any common pattern or any changes? I think um, there, has, there has been changes. There's, there's definitely some, so for example, there's some species um, that are being used probably throughout the whole period. So even since the 1980s, um, some people like dry polyphylia is still being planted in Indonesia and, and has been probably from very much the start of reforestation work. But in terms of, of the, the outlook, in terms of some of the papers, what we were interested in and we didn't really, there wasn't really enough information to really put into the systematic view was the kind of the element of community engagement and how the rest of the reforestation projects or the restoration projects interacted with the community. And I think definitely in recent years, um, that has become far more of a, of a research topic and, and touched upon. So that came up in a lot more research papers. And there's also this idea of plauticulture and, and the non-timber non value of species um, and having a community value of what, what's being planted. And that those terms started to get introduced into the, the literature and what was being discussed in terms of the results in recent times as well. So it, it kind of moved away from necessarily just planting trees, but also kind of considering other elements of the whole process. But I think um, an element that's probably that was lacking from our systematic view that we found is that is the consideration of fire. So fire is fire is kind of a, a big problem for the sustainability of, of restoration project or reforestation projects. So if your site burns, then you, you're at risk yes. of losing the trees. That, that's not always going to happen. But um, in the review, we actually only found 
one study that had um, planted, there had been a fire, and then they continue to monitor that restoration project after planting. So that's a, that's a huge knowledge gap to see what is the recovery and the resilience of a lot of these reforestation projects. And we already know that uh, this is the UN decade of eco, uh, ecosystem restoration. And there's a large focus and increasing focus uh, in recent years on uh, restoration projects. So what are the key findings like from your paper like you think would be useful for restoration? And how you think like uh, your work are different uh, from the other works like from that region like people already didn't know? Yeah, so uh, we, we have, yeah, we had, it's quite a big review, so there was quite a few findings. So I think some, some main findings that we, we tried to summarize um, and, and, future, and some potential future avenues of research as well. Uh, so we only found about 141 species in the region had been planted. So whereas the diversity of, of tropical peatland forests is in the regions of, of you know, in the thousands, as, and there's also identified like these plauticulture species with a community value in the regions of 500 or so. So there's definitely a scope to really broaden and trial other species and, and get information on, on, on planting more species. And we, we actually found in Indonesia where a lot of the studies happened, there were two species that were really regularly planted and that can definitely be broadened. Um, the second one of the second major findings is the use of treatments. So I mentioned fire is a potential issue with the sustainability of peat of, of reforestation, but flooding on the ground is also another major issue. So you have subsistence of the peat um, that can that really uh, increases the risk of flooding, and um, but you also need to rewet peat. So you, that, that is a priority in terms of restoration is rewetting the peat. And we, and we found that actually the survival rate was, was slightly lower in rewetted peatlands, but uh, it was a very coarse measure. Um, and we also found that um, the treatments such as mounding, where you plant a, a seedling on a mound, marginally improve the survival. So um, there are treatments to kind of balance um, rewetting and, and survival of, of the species. And also when we were doing the literature review, there's some really nice studies that are starting to use the, the, the local topography of the peatland um, to kind of improve the planting success. But definitely uh, for further research, there was a lack of studies that really did a control versus a, a treatment experiment. So a lot of peatland projects are kind of investing thousands of dollars into treatments, but they're not actually testing them very effectively. So actually doing more trials that really test these treatments with control and experimental uh, treatment, experimental designs would really kind of help guide uh, reforestation. And the last element of the, the review that we kind of looked at was this was plant traits. So trying to explore whether we could use plant traits to predict species performance. And there were some plant traits, especially some of the uh, some of the leaf nutrient qualities that could predict survival, but not so much the long longevity or the growth rate of these species. But because there's such a huge um, diversity of species in, in peatland forests, traits might be a way of kind of helping to screen species. Uh, before they're being planted. So that's definitely an area of kind of future research to kind of meet the targets of kind of improving the diversity and richness of, of, of restoration. So what is your next plan? Like, I mean, like where do you think you will go from here, like after this study? Yeah, so we, we have a few, we have a few spin-off studies connected to this. So one of them we're currently working on at the moment is trying to explore 
um, or, or trying to put a number on the amount of reforestation sites that have experienced burning since being planted. So we're trying to use remote sensing data here to, to explore um, the proportion of, of sites that have burnt. Um, so that's something uh, we're looking at at the moment. I've also, we've also um, discussing the ideas of trying to turn um, this, the information we have in the systematic review into, into more of a database um, uh, that we can keep adding to and, and, and maintain to make this kind of information kind of more freely available. All the, all the data for the, the actual paper is available, um, but trying to kind of have a database that people can access. And, and it really tried to encourage knowledge sharing in this area. So there's a lot of reforestation projects going across all across the region and trying to re really encourage knowledge sharing and reporting of that monitoring data is kind of vital to learn successes and failures from other projects. Um, and then also this, we're kind of working on some other projects where we've, we're actually feeding into another review for the whole region as well, uh, both on mineral soil and peatland soil um, for Southeast Asia. So they're, they're some of the projects we're involved in at the moment. Okay, thank you, Stuart. Like, it was uh, nice talking to you and I'd like to congratulate you again, you and your team like for this excellent paper. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank uh, you for thank your you. time. Yeah.